Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Hello and welcome everyone to the finally, probably the official start to season two for Pulse of the Heartland here. So we we finally made it through guys. We had our, our few little pods in between but now we're finally back to our uh to the meat and potatoes of this pod nfl football here Woo! hell yeah wow. about time <laughs> oh, i'm glad i'm excited oh shit so i'd say well we do appreciate everyone that is going to join in here uh, uh joey do you want to start with the socials real quick before we get started as I'm posting on Twitter right now, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Heartland Pulse, and then just on YouTube and uh, Facebook, just search Pulse of the Heartland. Uh, like, subscribe, let us know what you're thinking, and just follow along. Going to be a hell of a year, guys. Yeah, we do. We do have a lot of stuff that that is coming down the pipeline here. Um, I, I guess. I guess right now the the preliminary plan for the NFL games, or I'm sorry, for the NFL season once we do start into it, is kind of do it on Mondays. Last year we, we were doing on Tuesday recordings. We really didn't have a lot of the, I guess, up-to-date information. You know, we're making picks on Tuesday evening, and the odds are completely shifting by the time the games are coming on Sunday. So I think we're going to do a little bit more closer to the actual games, and then if we do the Monday pod, break it down, you know, while we're watching Monday Night Football. So I would say we're, we're kind of looking into that. Um one of the big kind of, I guess, projects that we're going to start doing is, uh, and this is kind of, I, I can't remember if it was Ryan or Joey or combination of people's kind of a um, big project. Little, the, their child is going to be what we call the road to 272 here. So, Ryan, do you want to break that down a little bit? So, yeah, I kind of stole this idea from from somebody on Twitter that I follow, um, Ian McMillan or something like that. He works for Sided, and he did this the last two years, and I've been following around basically that on every single game, whether it's, um, you know, the spread, whether it's over under, you can bet on really whatever you want as long as you bet on that game. 272 games between weeks one and 18, um, and you bet we're going to have a bet for every single one of those. So that I we are planning, um, I think most of you guys are planning on being part of that, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, with that, we'll try to record – probably late wednesday that's not going to be a youtube live thing that's just something we'll record we will have it posted on youtube we'll also have it posted as a pod too um but i've spent a lot of time um working on spreadsheets and stuff like that trying to get as much info as possible so we can uh hammer the bookies this year so looking forward to that um yeah i i have a question concerning that is sports betting live in missouri yet joey god no so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Clark. So, yeah, Kansas, Kansas is finally getting sports betting. It's supposed to like uh, businesses are in the processes of getting their licenses from the state. So, like BetMGM, FanDuel, DraftKings are all currently getting licensed in the state of Kansas. Uh, the governor said that sports betting should be live by tomorrow, September first. So, nice. we'll see how it starts rolling. I'm very jealous of you guys that can do mobile just because I'm, I mean, I have to go up to Deadwood every weekend to do it, which I guess I shouldn't complain. That's a, what, a 15 minute drive. So it's not that bad, but I'm, I'm very jealous of you guys that have mobile. Thanks. Yeah, that's, 
my plan is to drive to Larchwood every week. At least I have to drive to a different state, but it's probably closer for me to drive to Larchwood than you to drive Deadwood. So, how long? Yeah, like it's about about fifteen minutes or so. How long does it take you to get to two different states from where you're at, Trent? Less than ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Minnesota and Iowa, right to the east. Yeah, that's what I thought. I've decided I'm going to bet money line every game just to see how many I can get right in a year. Just have money on it. Yeah, and so that was my other question. It's any bet for any game, right? Like we can do prop bet. We can do. We're just betting something on every game, correct? I mean, I'm kind of doing like the main bets, whether it's the spread or the over under. But feel feel free to do whatever. I'm not going to put any rules on you guys guys, other than you just have to have a bet in a game. Okay. And are we doing a minimum money on that? Um, right away, I'm not. I'm not a rich man, so I'm gonna do whatever minimum is in Deadwood. <laughs> I, I've decided I'm gonna do, and go from there. Like I said, I'm doing money line, and I'm doing five dollars on every bet. So first week it'll be eighty bucks. Shouldn't be that much. Week two, unless I get every game wrong, which could happen. Be rich. Nuke, nuke Med pays well. Jesus. <laughs> I was going to do $2. That's half my paycheck, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I was just going to go for the... couple call shifts. <laughs> I, I was just going to go by the spirit of the game. I actually wasn't even going to put in real bets, but if you guys are, I might have to start looking into that a little bit. Jesus. Uh, well, I mean, th- thank you, Biden. Now I have $10,000 more in my pocket. I guess I will be able to start betting. Hey. That's what, thank you for paying it off. I'm immediately going to start gambling. That, that is every rumor's fucking nightmare right now. You're just feeding the economy, Brian. You're just doing your yep. part. <laughs> I'm trying exactly. to help these. I'm trying to help these lowly sports books. Like, like, uh, have you heard of Caesars and like BetMGM? Yeah. Have you ever heard of those guys? Peasants. I heard they're hurting. You know. Yeah. These struggling hotels in-, in Las Vegas. These small it, indie companies. It's ridiculous yeah. how much uh, money they're putting into it, just trying to get that first hook in somebody in Kansas. Like, mm-hmm. I see ads multiple times a day. Hear them on the radio multiple times a day. For BetMGM, FanDuel, DraftKings, it's ridiculous. Like those are the only ads I see nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every <laughs> freaking commercial break. Um, be, be ready during college football and NFL. That you, we we've kind of gotten out of that betting a little bit, or I've stopped watching sports for a little bit because of ba- only baseball being on. Yeah, it's going to be Caesars. I'm going to see fucking JB Smoove 18 times a fucking day on Saturday and Sunday. Now it's going to <laughs> be real fun. Hey, and he's on like. Think- Go ahead. Um, up in Deadwood, um, Mountain Grand is one of the big casinos, and they've got Chad Greenway promoting betting up there. So, yeah, commercials running pretty regularly of him drinking his uh, Grey Goose or Duck Duck Goose vodka at the at the casino. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> nice. So, thanks for bringing up baseball, Jake. Uh, what I was gonna say was, at least during those MGM commercials, at least part of baseball is entertaining. <laughs> True. Yeah. That, that the, the commercials would be the most fun of baseball. That's for fucking sure. Yep, exactly. Has uh, DraftKings or anybody landed Calvin Ridley as a promo for? He'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at least be a promo code. Would it be? Well, I mean, he. Be... Go ahead. He got a full year for a fifteen hundred dollar parlay. He didn't lose or he didn't win, and then uh, I mean that's better than sexually assaulting twenty four women, I guess. So. Yeah. According to the NFL, it's not (laughs) right. 
That's what I meant. It's not as good. My bad. Yeah. There we go. So, but Isaiah, so we can just kind of get to the actual football talk here. The the only other thing we were going to say is just we I, we've been kind of doing it, uh, the college football pod. We're going to continue doing that as well, probably live. It was kind of fun last week having a few people jump in, chime in, do, you know kind of joined in the conversation and we were talking, I mean, somehow we started, ended up talking about Tad, uh, Todd Reesing. We talked talk about Brad Smith from Mizzou. It, it kind of went off the rails, but it was really fun. So, and we'll try and do some more fun, you know, fun casts. We got the, a new Kevin Smith movie we can break down. We might do a few pot, uh, fun casts <laughs> on that as well. So, I'm out. but I guess uh, and say starting from the top, uh, top here, Trent, what, uh, what you drinking? Going with the grain belt. Northeast again. I was drinking nice. that on the college football pod, the week zero pod last week. So Hell had yeah. another one in the fridge. So that's what I got. Clark, what about you? I got me one of them Patrick Mahomes Coors lights. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. the uh, 2021 summer edition. Mm-hmm. 2021. <laughs> is this leftover wedding beer? Still working on the wedding beers, yes. Oh my! Holy shit! That, that it, the fridge is getting low. I, I'm getting there. I might be done with it by the end of the podcast or season two. So we'll <laughs> we'll work on it. Oh man, Ryan, you, you? I'm going with the Pendleton Rye tonight. Also, nice. representing in my 605 Whiskey Society glass too. Ooh. So. <laughs> Fancy. Nice. And there's River making his first appearance. What up, Riv? <laughs> Wouldn't be a pulse pod without someone's dog or baby making a lot of noise in the background, you know? <laughs> yeah, you haven't gotten the baby yet. <laughs> Joey, how about yourself? Just some high-quality H2O, baby. Going to be a nerd like that? Yeah, I'm sitting in the middle of Corpus Christi, Texas, and I didn't go get beer tonight. I just didn't. I don't know why. My bad. I'll have something I, for the college football one tomorrow night. It's a miracle Joey's with us from his internet situation yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I was barely getting one megabyte, if that. And today, somehow, I'm at 70. So, whatever. Knock on wood, it stays this way. Brian? Well, Hans, what you, what I know. On? I know it's to like to, it was to the delight of Joey when I, uh, when I sent it to the group chat here, but we got another Barntown classic Hell pickle yes. tickle pickle beer, and I have not had it. So let me. Sounds pretty. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I'm sorry. It, it. Oh my God. That's got a really big. That first out. face. I thought you were about to retch like I did whenever you brought it no, on I... screen. <laughs> Usually it's kind of like okay, this is beer and a little pickle. It was a very heavy pickle smell there on that one. That that's actually pretty good. Shit, I don't I don't know how healthy it is compared to like you're supposed to eat pickles after you uh, after you work out and stuff with the potassium, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> and Joey drinking out mm. of his Klossin's jar, the classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joey's you're gotten welcome, true pickle. But the pickle. good thing is you, you chose the right brand of pickle. Clausen's is top notch. I, I had a couple oh, God, buddies, yes. uh, get, you know, I, I used to be, you know, just, just get the the bottom shelf. All pickles taste the same and shit. Once you get Clausen's mm-hmm. that are always refrigerated, yeah, that 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 is the uh, that is the way to go, dude. Mm-hmm. What about Vlasic? I do like Vlasics. Uh, they are crisp. Um, but if I'm going full like full size pickle, 
I'm gonna go with the Mount Olive. They just they're drippy and good, and yeah, I like them. Hey, hey can I interrupt? Great. Can I interrupt to ask yeah. the Iowa State fans something? Alan Lazard is the number one receiver for Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Don't act like you're not surprised. It's it's the seventh round of my 14 person league, and I'm about to draft him. <laughs> Do yeah, it. Dude. I would have taken him way earlier if I were you. Just saying. Then, but then you're just right. always slightly rooting for Green Bay if you take him, Ryan. Mm-hmm. If oh, he's here and Rodgers succeeds. We can't do a draft on the pod because no one wants to hear us talk about our fantasy teams. And fucking Ryan. Sorry, I just I just had to rub it in. I just had to rub it into the Iowa State or just like ask about it. I mean, you're, one, you're that's setting yourself up right for there. success. And I see Jacob's message about uh, the golfing. Um, I want to our next golf pod. Can we interview you about interview you about this one hole because that's that's golf, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sm- smoked a two hundred ninety yard drive on the fringe on a short par four, chipped and three putted. That 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 is the a chef's con- kiss of, of just golf encapsulated. Confirmed by Struggle for Par podcast, Jacob Woody to the live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. With, with that type of, uh, of of hitting, you're only going to make 120000 in your first tournament. So if you can live <laughs> off that, I guess, good luck. I, I, I'd do it. So, but, well, let's, let's let's jump into it, guys. I would say we, we've kind of bs a little bit. And, and well, again, it's not like this is everything we're going to be doing. We'll post more on our socials once we actually have a more set schedule as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, kind of been busy in the NFL the last few days. Finally ju- jumped into the, uh, um, the final cuts, and uh, all the teams have their 53-man roster set, I guess. Uh, how are we all feeling on our team so far? Any surprises? Any, are we happy about how uh, – how it went? Well, how about the fact that the Vikings traded for Jalen Rager today with, with I a saw that. sixth round pick, basically? <laughs> so we go from we go from the Vikings laughing their asses off because Philly took them one took him one pick ahead of Justin Jefferson, and now he's on our team. So, so uh, on that note, the people laughing their asses off are no longer employed by the Vikings, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they got the Justin Jefferson pick right. They did get that one right, but I'm curious to see how Rhaegar performs I'm, in the Viking system. I'm hoping they can actually do something with him because Philly has a running back as their quarterback. So hopefully, with an actual passer, you know, he can succeed. We needed a punt returner anyway. So I think that's going to be the main thing. But yeah, maybe he can actually come along. He, he's going to give him some good depth at wide receiver because beyond Jefferson and Thielen, who else they got? AJ Osborne. KJ Osborne, they said, okay. has been looking better really than almost good. as good as Jefferson. Yeah, yeah he's had days where Thielen. he looks better than Thielen and Jefferson. Yeah. So that's how we're so, feeling over here. Super Bowl. Joey, how, how the Falcons? What, what the hell they do? I don't know. Uh, Mariota is still the quarterback, so I'm not going to pay attention until <laughs> Kyle Pitts puts up 1,500 yards. So yeah. I think, to be honest with you, if I had to do a, a bold prediction for the season, I think Kyle Pitts has a great season because there's no other wide receivers. Uh, Mariota is going to scramble and try short. So Kyle Pitts should have a great season as far as statistical. But yeah, I don't. I Like I said before, I am pissed that Mariota is there because. He's good enough that we're going to win four or five games and get out of that number one spot. So, yeah, 
That's where <laughs> hopefully I'm Kyle Pitts is ready to get tackled that many times then. Yeah. So, I mean, he is very durable. He didn't get injured at all last year. So I'm pumped about that. I think Kyle Pitts is, uh, uh, if I'm doing a bold prediction, top three tight end in the league this year. Behind these two? I was going to say, tell us a little bit about your chalkboard, Clark. So behind me, I've got a board ready to keep running stats, the most important of stats, on a couple of men that we often argue about who is the number one in the respective position of tight end. I've got the reigning George Kittle and TJ Hawkinson. The 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 pinnacle of the position listed. Travis Kelsey. Beside him, I've got one man who he might play three or four paper. Kittle. All right. So because he blocks. <laughs> His bones are made of He's glass. never healthy. He's never healthy. Should I should I leave like a, a games injured stat line here for that? I mean, we can average yeah, it out. When their, stats, the when their stats are exactly the same at the end of the year and Kittle's played half the games, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's why that's you, that's why you can make money to play half the games, right? Yep. Yeah, and he's got as good a stats as Kelsey. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> just make a big white box with a little red uh, medical uh, cross in there. That, that'll, okay. that'll be just a zero next to Kelsey and an eight next to Kittle there. So I got to feel I'm going to have to – Throw me some breakfast food on here too for some pancakes. <laughs> hey Clark, can just to round out the group, can you also add Irv Smith up there to, to see uh oh, you know man. his one or two games he actually plays this year? <laughs> well, he I'm, gonna the, a, am, I'm gonna have to get a bigger board the, at this rate. He needs the ambulance emoji up there too. So yes. Okay. Perfect. So but <laughs> I was, I was I was looking at the Chiefs roster when they got through the 53 man down to the final cuts, and I know he was critical to our Super Bowl win, but I was so happy to see there were so many just liabilities on defense that we got rid of and, and replaced. Like I, I mean, Dirty Dan was the one that we were just thinking last year. How many times did he get burnt on so many big huge plays at the beginning of the year? He, he short up at the end, but I, I mean, he he's gone. I think it was um. Neiman is gone as well. I mean, they've they've done a lot of replacements, you know, and, and same thing with the offense. Now that Tyreek's not there, it's a lot of new faces on offense, and I'm feeling pretty good about it right now. That that was my main note here for the Chiefs' final 53-man rosters. There are a lot of new faces on that defense and in the wide receiver rooms. We got one returning wide receiver, mm. and then deep backs. Um, we got back, but then they've got. Uh, young guys, McDuffie, Cook, just a lot of new faces. So I'm really curious to see how they perform. I, I was a little disappointed they got rid of uh, um, Josh Gordon and uh, Corey Coleman. Though they got a couple big bodies there, but I, I just think in in Reed's system, having those smaller wide receivers, you know, you saw Tyreek thrive, you saw Cole. you saw all these small guys being able to make a difference. I, I think getting rid of those bigger guys as well, it's going to be, you know, you can kind of mix and match with who you're putting out there. Yeah. And I think one of the most noticeable faces not returning on that defensive side of the ball is the honey badger. So they didn't sign him back. He went free agent. I don't think he's even, is he on a roster anywhere? I hadn't heard anything. New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, okay. He went down. That's why they just got rid of of Gardner Johnson this week. And then he got signed by the Eagles. Yeah. Man, I hadn't even heard that one. Like it was big when he left, but, 
I hadn't yet to hear it in a headline anywhere since. So, but that defensive side is going to be the reins are being taken over by Justin Reed. Uh, They got him coming out of Houston. They love to take safeties from Houston and they perform well. Uh, Young guy loves to hit hard and he's just taking that captain spot, the real vocal leader. And he's going to be kicking. I hear you see all those, Highlights to yeah. off where he's kicking like fifty yard field goals. So he's uh he used to play soccer. He's got a natural kick. Yeah. He's been out there hitting bombs in the preseason games. He was kicking uh extra points. And Juan <laughs> Thornhill, his his counterpart at safety, is holding for him. It's it's fun to see that chemistry just come alive. Well, in case so you have to get this... rid of a special teamer, you know, it feels good to have the backup. That's right. Well, that's just it. They could have one more other position player get rid of Butker. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> get rid of buttkicker.com. Come on. That's right. <laughs> uh, how uh, overall the defense, how are you guys feeling about it for Casey? I think they'll be better. Yeah. I know, I know the beginning of the season last year was a little rough. I think their cornerbacks are better. Uh, Juan Thornhill's healthy. Uh, you don't have the liability of Dirty Dan back there trying to cover that nickel position. So I, I think they're going to be far better. Frank Clark has come back in better shape. He knows that he did not perform last year, and he came back this year for redemption. So And, and he's um, got that incentive-based contract too. So. Yeah, they redid his contract, gave him more incentives to perform, and he's he's buy, buying into it. He's all about it. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, one funny thing with the Vikings is what was Tram was, what was the last year Zimmer and, uh, Spielman did their draft? Was it 2021? It must've been, um, yes, basically they had, I think 12 or like a record 12 or 13 picks that year. I think we have two people that are still on the roster from that draft. You and I must've read the same article because I was going to mention that too. It's like Kane Nwangu from Iowa state is one of them. And then, Darisaw. Uh, yeah, yeah, out of like 12 Which, draft picks, two of them are left yeah. on the roster. Like, they just cleaned house from that draft. Yeah, like that might be the worst draft I've ever seen before. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is how many years did they try to get an interior lineman for them? I mean, it seems like every year they use the second or third pick to try to get an interior lineman. First season with, with, uh, Quessy and, and Coach Cock, we've got our we've got a rookie interior lineman starting from LSU. So it's like it's a lot of positive things I've seen so far. I'm excited. So we, you guys brought brought up about clearing house and stuff. You, I, I know you guys probably don't keep up with the Raiders at all, but they just got rid of Leatherwood on their team, and yeah. they have gotten rid of like basically everyone under the Gundy administration. They they just. I mean, literally cleaned house. I mean, they got rid of a first round pick from two years ago. That I mean, that I mean that that's actually so Raiders. It makes sense, but to anyone that's <laughs> not that team, that's very perplexing. Yeah, Every, everyone but Derek Carr, basically, right? Yeah. Yep. The Raiders are the worst when it comes to drafting. The worst. <laughs> Hold on, you, you could have just ended it worse. They they're just the worst. In end of <laughs> well, season. So, according to <laughs> the NFL's top 100 players, they actually have five on their roster, which beats all of our teams. Just FYI. <gasps> mm-hmm. Chiefs have three, Vikings have three, and the Falcons have two. 
How many do the Dolphins have? Three. <gasps> Sorry, yep. I, I just heard all offseason about how accurate Tua is. I thought he'd be <laughs> number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chargers lead with eight, and the Niners have seven, followed by the Rams and Cowboys, Bucks at six. I wish they would do that list at the end of the season so we can see how bad they are predicting the NFL top 100. Yeah, I wish they would take that list and put it up against like the end of the season list. I wonder if they did that. I should look for 2021. I'll, I'll yeah. jump on that. You guys keep talking. But that, that would be definitely interesting. Like uh, two things. I think it would be fun to see the like, here's the number one player stat line. Just see the stat lines first and then have the end of your draft and just see like the, 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 uh, well, I guess, unfortunately, the only place I know it is like in on Pornhub, there's rankings on where the stars are at. <laughs> I want to see the end of the year plus 100 because they were unranked at the beginning of the year and they pulled a Mia Khalifa and they jumped to the top of the ranking. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Uh, that, that's so, the collab we're all looking for, right? The Pornhub <laughs> NFL collab. They got the infrastructure already. Just change the coloring a little bit. The, the NFL, they're red, white, and blue. Just change the, the black and orange. They don't need to hardly change the websites. A few pictures, but. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was always confused on the decline of Madison Ivy and how it happened so fast. She was like number one for a while. She's not even in the top 100 at this point. So it's pretty damn crazy. I do think it's funny. Those rankings go to like 2,500. It's like, just get me off the list. If I'm not in the top 100, that should be a coveted Sometimes I'll just get a random so, thumbnail. And it'll be just a great ass. And it's like, she's ranked 999. I'm like, what? How? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got to I gotta ask: Is that ranking system uh, peer voted, just like the NFL Top 100, or how does this work? I mean, it's, I'm sure they a, don't get or discouraged from voting. So it's a list for the stars by the stars, Trent. No, I, I don't know. It's probably just like the NFL Top 100 thing. So now we know who the one in this group isn't married or has a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know the four who, that are jealous. That's that's who, has, that. <laughs> who which one has time on his hand, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm oh, not even doing sorry. anything. I'm just trying to figure out how well this system works. It was like, God, that's a lot to maintain with being able to move these rankings back and forth. I mean, it's it, it puts every PPR league and, and fantasy football league to shame with how deep they go into well, okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> how in depth the uh, rankings go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that price is taken into consideration with their rankings too, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> and there's our soundbite for the week. Thanks, everyone. It's <laughs> all in the we'll algorithm. That. Well, we'll Yo. definitely clip that and then put it out there. Oh, fuck. So, um, I, would oh, yeah. say, I, I know you, you, you put on here, I guess, um, like most anticipated matchups and stuff. I, I guess, is there any of them right now? Just, you know, starting off the season that you're most looking forward to um one vikings packers week one yeah right off the bat what what are we gonna do off the bat with our new offense and defense yep yeah i mean we i've been hearing so much talk about coach cock we need to see what this man's all about week one and and honestly you might as well get that game out of the way because i think if if the Packers are going to be tough, you might as well get them first thing in the season when they might not be, you know, they might not be in their groove at that point. Catch them first thing. Yeah. Well, I saw just in the last couple of days, they're floating around wide receivers. So they still don't have their wide receiver room figured out. 
That's got to be one of the worst in the league, in my opinion. For well, the Packers, they've got one figured yeah. out. It's they've got one old. figured out, basically. Who's behind Alan Lazard? The old lot lizard for the win, baby. <laughs> so but that should be a great game. That's a that's a Saturday afternoon game. Should be a lot of fun. Is is Randall Cobb still on? The he is. Yeah, I think that's yeah. He came two. back. He came back from the Cowboys. I think that's that's why I'm like nothing against Randall Cobb, but when you're when he's the number two, that's like yeah, yeah. I mean, like we were just so talking. You about said it was a Saturday afternoon game. Or Sunday afternoon. Did I say okay. Saturday? Okay. Sunday you afternoon. did. I was like, you did. <laughs> okay, that, well, that makes so a little bit more sense. People aren't so perfect, Joey. One is also uh, afternoon I game, not, not noon, not prime time. <laughs> who's, the, who's the Falcons got week one? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> God, Joey's I just know they played... Here. They play the Browns on October second. I'll be at that game. I don't. I don't know about the Falcons schedule at all. They're gonna miss Deshaun. I know. Uh, so that's that's the number one game I was looking forward to was Week Twelve when he goes to Houston and see if he gets assassinated. I really hope he does. <laughs> we're uh, uh, we're starting Falcons, off with the we're starting the off with Falcons. the Bills and Bills and Rams Thursday night. Yeah. Falcons, the Falcons play the Saints play the on Saints. September eleventh. Yes, yep. that's Week One. So a game that I have noted would be the best game from last year, which was Chiefs versus Bills. It's in week six. Why is it not primetime? It's it's also in the afternoon slot when everybody's taking their post-lunch nap. I mean, come on. It could get flexed into Sunday night football, couldn't it? I I don't think that early they can flex it. I think it's like week eleven or twelve when that kicks in when they can. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I I, I heard about that earlier this summer, and I, I I Joey or one of you guys might be able to speak on it, but I'm pretty sure like they they preset it. Like I think the like mm-hmm. for example, I think the Browns Texans like that's the first week since it's week twelve that they can flex into a primetime position or what they should is flex off of TV in general. But when they, when they flex into prime time, is is that to Amazon prime, which is now (laughs) showing NFL games probably with their new football Thursday night football is on Amazon prime prime video. So just, you know, saying week 12 with that team, just what everybody wants flex to Sunday night football is going to be the what three and eight Browns and the two and nine Texans going to be great. Hey, Brissett might have them going, but I honestly hope the Browns start nine and two and they go, why do we need to start Deshaun at this point? Just keep riding Brissett at that point. But But how bad was Brissett with the Dolphins last year? I don't see him being good with the Browns. When you pay somebody that much money, you play them unless they're injured. Yeah. Unless it's like twelve and zero MVP season, yeah, they're gonna switch or eleven and zero at that point. They're not. They're gonna switch it up. They're paying this kid two hundred forty million dollars. You know, they're gonna make it happen. So speaking on contracts, anybody else see uh, Twitter from one who's been on the look for a new contract here, Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I saw he posted himself in a Dolphins jersey. Yeah. He's his own agent, him and his mother are their, are their agents. And there was somebody on Twitter said something about, come on, Ravens, 
give the guy his contract or give him a contract before you cash a check you can't pay. Like if Lamar Jackson has a great season, mm-hmm. his price tag is going to be astronomical. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's what they're referring to. And then somebody followed that up saying they already offered him $250 million. Why is he not taking it? To which Lamar Jackson replied to that t- tweet saying, no, they didn't. So, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I love that he's representing himself and is speaking out on social media mm-hmm. when people are flying rumors. So, well, and because everything we've heard about for so long is all these NFL players are not, you know, they're not as financially literate as they want them to, or they're worried about it. You know, that's the prime example, you know, having a guy that's, you know, if I'm going to compliment Lamar Jackson, having that leadership going. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm co- or I'm uh, representing myself. I'm not paying someone else to just haggle numbers, and then he gets a percent of me actually balling out over here. So hopefully, more uh, players t- take that into account. I, I almost wonder if these player, like, like I, I would almost assume like an LSU or all these SEC schools. Why do they not mandate these football players, especially the ones that are like most likely going to, you know, get drafted? I wonder if they have a class either in negotiating or being able to work those types of terms out because I mean, yeah, you're going to get your degree in communication. They're not going to use it. The whole point was to get to the NFL, why they went to school. Most of them I'm going to say, but I I wonder if they, if they try to implement that, that and almost, you know, like, like in Ohio state, Hey, you're coming here or alignment at Iowa. Hey, you're coming here to try and get to the NFL. You know, we're all going to, we're, we're going to prep you on the field. And we're also going to prep you off the field in case you do get into these opportunities. It'd be just like in high school if they taught people how to balance checkbooks and sign up for retirement yeah. and do all that type of stuff. It'd be smart, but no. Why would they do that? Why would we do that? Exactly. Yeah, let's just have it makes too much sense, the- Joey. Why would we do that? Mm-hmm. They, they, got, they got, instead of like big pharma, they got big agencies that are just hold, suppressing the schools, not letting them this mm-hmm. where they're going to lose their jobs if they don't let him do it. So I don't know, but, but, but good on him. You know, he doesn't have to pay anyone a fee. That money goes to straight him and his family generational wealth. But, I really hope um, it just doesn't handicap him because I believe there are some rules about negotiations, especially if he's going free agents, as far as other teams being able to reach out to him um, before yeah. his contracts up. So, whereas with an agent, they can talk to other teams, mm-hmm. but Lamar cannot. Well, I guess so that's probably representing why he's himself. involved, right? So she can be the well, voice. Maybe, yeah. I that's just something I'd heard as far as I think Orlando Brown's representing himself on the Chiefs, so that was one of their concerns about getting that situate getting his contract figured out before the season. So yeah, wasn't Richard Sherman kind of the first one to go and and be his own agent? He was he was one of the first. He was early. Yeah, he's. I think he's the most prominent. I'm. I, I almost have to guarantee there's been some before that, but I know that was the one. You know, it, it was always he went to Stanford. He's a smart guy. He's his own agent, stuff like that. Which you know, he had a hell of a career himself too. So, again, hopefully more players t- take that route here. But um, I was looking at you know just go the the only I I hadn't got my pick for a game that I was looking forward to. I got another one for week one. It's the opening game. It, it's Bills mm-hmm. at Rams, which yep. I think a lot of people would assume that might be a Super Bowl matchup to start the season here. So mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be <clears> interesting <throat> to see how the Rams have been able to reload from last year if they're going to be able to, 
you know, take the next step now that they have the target on their back, being able to hold people off. And then the Bills, you know, out for a vengeance after last year, 13 seconds away from, you know, going to the AFC Championship and then pissing it down their legs. So I think, that, I mean, that's my most anticipated right now. I don't want to jump into week 11 when half these players might be injured or they the team might have a losing record. So I'm looking right. forward to that one. And with that one, too, you have to – it's Von Miller's homecoming from his storied, long career that he had in L.A. So <laughs> They wrote gigantic books on it. Yep, Mini exactly. Chapman. Didn't they sign him right before the trade deadline or some shit last year? Yeah. I, yeah. That, 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 was, that was just a man who was at the right place at the right time. Right. Good for him, man. Yeah, well, absolutely. I'm just curious to see if uh, Aaron Donald can – surpass his own ability and maybe wield three helmets against somebody <laughs> that's what i'm looking to see you know once you get How pissed are you if you're miles garrett yeah miles yeah miles garrett sitting at home thinking come on like i only swung right. one helmet like, caved in mason rudolph's skull and i get how many games aaron donald's <laughs> out here swinging two of them at somebody and gets nothing like nothing because it's mm-hmm. during a practice like yeah all right so we're gonna we're going to drop penalties for off-field, you know, actions, you know, domestic disputes, stuff like that. Like, and then we have penalties for during game, but practice is that safe haven. If you really want to take somebody's head off, that's when you got to do it, I guess. You have, to think, you you have, you have to practice. <laughs> you, you have to think, though. It's not like Aaron Donald has a history of violence, like choking people or anything like that. Yeah. No. Hey, that was during practice. It doesn't count, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't read the fine print. The dude trains with knives. Of course he's scary. <laughs> yeah. The, he's it, out it's... there dual-wielding in- energy swords from Halo. Like, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is one big man. That is a Somebody Photoshop that right there. Quick. Aaron Donald with a with an energy sword. Yeah, yeah, energy like. swords. <laughs> Give me a second. It took me twenty minutes to make my first meme tonight. I don't know how long that's going to take, but maybe <laughs> the podcast. You'll have it to you by next week. That's for sure. yeah, exactly. week two. I did love all the edits of of him. It was Aaron Donald with the two uh, with the two helmets, and they edited the uh, Battle of the Bastards from Game of Thrones. Just a bunch of horses yes. at him, ready to go. That was probably my favorite one. Of it. But yeah, I mean, we all we all know why it wasn't fucking. There's no if, if that was any other player, not Aaron Donald, they would have been suspended at least a game. But you can't have the face of the the MVP of the Super Bowl, the face of one of the faces of the NFL, be suspended in your prime time first game and have to explain that one. Yeah. You, you gotta <laughs> think if that's not Aaron Donald, if it's anybody, you say suspended. That dude's automatic. He's immediately cut. Yeah. Did yeah, it and- say who he swung at? I never saw who it was that he swung at. The entire uh, 53-man roster from the other team, it looked like. No, because yeah. if it was Joe Burrow, I think there would have been problems, but it must not have been Joey. Yeah, he, it he was, might be right. I know it was the Bengals, and, and the funny thing is, like, who could have seen that coming? Uh, a feisty practice after one team, you know, after these teams played in the Super Bowl, highly contentious. Who would have thought there had ever been a problem in the joint practice in the offseason? You know, I, I was thinking about that, too. You don't see this in games very often, maybe once or twice a season where there's a giant brawl. It seems mm. like every joint practice in preseason, there's a fight like this. It's like there must be so much 
pent up energy. Like they're just ready to go. Mm -hmm. Which I can't blame them. You're, you're all fighting for your job at this point. Yeah. A guy jaw jacking across me, probably doing something dirty to try and get the, you know, the one up on you. And then, yeah, you're just going to fucking go bananas out there. Mm -hmm. I know, I know there are a couple of fights in uh, Minnesota and they called practice off early. I think at one point um, they threw Justin Jefferson on the ground really hard and Adam Thielen went and had a problem with that. So, I mean, it, you can't. Why are you trying to take out star players? That's pretty bullcrap. But mm -hmm. should just well, do what Andy Reid does. Do a joint practice. Or do they not do that? No, they don't. Yeah, I, oh, I mean, it's I, smart. I I would say at this point, the NFL has almost got to look at this offseason because yeah, I, I remember. I know at least off the top of my head, there's three, but there's probably you know four, or five, or at least with smaller squabbles. Just get rid of joint practice if that's what it's going to amount to, or have maybe even your set roster and have a cup. But like the like, I I do get it. Like you want that live experience from not people on your own team. But like if people are gonna once there's the first, I guess sorry, first serious injury, that's when they'll stop. But until then, it's just gonna be oh, a couple of helmets swung. But the other guy had helmet on too. So, <laughs> but. Well, I wouldn't say we the, the one of the not, I guess not really the last thing we'll kind of riff off of it, but I, you know, we talked about uh are the MVP and kind of Super Bowl predictions. I guess Trent, Tra who who has the hottest picks for that? Who wants to start? My four. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it all because he's gonna win it. It's a guarantee. Put money on that. <laughs> all right. Patrick I'm gonna I'm gonna go with somebody that's gonna rile up a few of you people, and it's gonna be Joe Burrow. Boo! I like it. <laughs> yeah, he's got a better line. Like he his offensive line last year sucked. Mm -hmm. He got a better line than who? Than what he had last year. Than what he had. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully his more... line stays healthy. Well, like I said, like last year, his line was terrible. You could put three tackling dummies and me yeah. out there, and I'm protecting Joe Burrow better. Like, that, and he, and they're getting an indoor practice facility. So, Ooh. there you go. That that, is, that means they're going to be softer because they ain't having to you know work in those <laughs> elements that they got to play in. So, there you go, Ryan. How about you? Are you going home on this one, or are you thinking? I am. I'm. Uh, I, I already said. Was it two pods ago when I was last on? I have money on on Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson for for MVP. I think it's going to be one of those two guys. What if they're co MVPs? Do you get like triple the money? That'd be sweet. I don't <laughs> see why not. That. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I just think we. You know, they had a great offense last year already, and Jefferson already two great seasons. Now we have an offense that's pass first. It's not run first anymore. So I think I think there can be a huge year this year for him. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think Justin Jefferson can really win MVP if Kirk Cousins is his quarterback for the entire year? That's tough. But, you know, I think at one point you, you kind of have to look at it as a somewhat popularity contest too. Who's going to get more vote, votes? Jefferson? Or cousins that everyone looks at as the geeky white white guy that he's just a so-so quarterback. You're, you're probably going to get more votes for Jefferson. Yeah, cousins should probably start smoking some ayahuasca or something. Maybe that'd get him <laughs> over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> but we'll let's put our money together and get him a trip down to South America. 
That's right. <laughs> Joey, how about you? Derrick Henry? Ooh. Uh, I'm not going to go with a running back as much as I love them. And I think that Derrick Henry is the sexiest man on the planet. Uh, no, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the dark horse, and I think that is going to be my Super Bowl pick again this year like it was last year. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I think he's going to light up the AFC West and have a hell of a fucking year. Mm-hmm. No, That's I mean, it. he's got solid uh, receivers around him. I always love that mm-hmm. Keenan Allen. He's always had solid years around him. Who else? Yep. Uh, Mike Williams had a big year last year. That was that was the other one I would say because I know they were talking about him in practice because they were talking to the young DBs. I think it was in like Hard Knocks or whatever show it was. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey, you know, you're going to be tested. You think it's going to be practice? You got two twenty million dollar receivers over here. We're going to find out real quick how you know you're talking shit about how good you were in college. You're going to find out real quick how good you actually are or not. So. Right. No. And I, I, I think my second pick would have been Josh Allen. Um, I just mm-hmm. his receiving core has kind of been piecemealed together the last couple of years. And we were talking about Kittle being injured so much. I don't trust Diggs to stay healthy all year. I don't trust the other receivers he's got to just keep being consistent for him. I think he's going to put up monster numbers, but it's just I think he falls short just a little bit because of his receiving core. How do you feel about their uh your favorite position on their team, Dawson Knox. Uh, it's a hell of a fucking cool name. Uh, I also feel bad that his brother just died not too long ago, so that really oh. sucks. Um, but yeah, I Dawson Knox, I think, is a great tight end. Um, yeah, he's not in the realm of George Kittle, but he, he's good. So I'm saying that, <laughs> I have to add a fifth column up here, I see. Right. <laughs> that's where I was uh, kind of leaning towards Josh Allen for an MVP as well, just because mm-hmm. if you have a digs that goes down and you know the Bills are going to be solid this year, who gets the who gets the praise anytime a team is good? It's going to be that quarterback. So yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a bit of a popularity contest. It's a bit of a you know the storyline. They, they, everyone they're going to go from 13 seconds to 13 wins. Josh Allen carried them. They they want that storyline. They're, they're they're going to make they're going to try and make Josh Allen the MVP, even though his best season is worse than Holmes' worst season. So anything on that, Joey? I got nothing. I'm just smiling. I love how homery you are. It makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> just so, spitting hey, facts. I, I, was, I, I wasn't homer. I was spitting facts, but I also said Josh Allen will win the MVP undeservedly, but he'll win. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What about Super Bowls? Who, who all got uh, – we going to make Super Bowl picks? We started off season one. We all picked Super Bowl uh, – mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Teams, we we doing uh, that here? I think we're gonna have four people say the Chiefs and Vikings. Joey, who do you got? <laughs> uh, man, before the pod, uh, I mean, I can go first. Before the pod started, I said it was gonna be a yacht club series. It's gonna be the uh, Bill or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Miami Dolphins. And fuck, I just don't trust Tua. I do think the Bucks are gonna come out of the NFC, unfortunately. Um, yeah, fucking Brady and everyone else, but uh, I really think it's going to be someone out of that AFC West. Uh, and I think the Chargers just make that leap this year. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to be right up there, too. I think that whole entire division could make the fucking playoffs. Um, Hmm. I mean, I don't know if they will, but god damn, that AFC West is good. So I'm gonna go Chargers and Bucks. Nice. (laughs) 
honestly, when you, when you when you have to like when the four quarterbacks are like all in like the top eight in in mm-hmm. NFL, you, you know it's going to be fucking tough. I mean, that's the sad thing is is you look at every single team, you could look at they could feasibly win this division. Every single team could lose that division. I mean, it's going. It's going to be hell on me and Clark, but it's going to be, you know, every week is going to be a roller coaster ride with how close it's going to be. I think they're just going to beat the shit out of each other all year. Besides the Vikings season, that's the one thing I'm looking forward to most this year is watching that AFC West. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, and I, it could suck because you and Clark could be in, you know, terrible moods. Some of these pods, well, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see. I may have to tiptoe around you guys, but from the outside, it's going to be a lot of fun. When have we ever been in a bad mood in this pod when you bring up that, that Joe Burrow luckily threw it up to Jamar Chase on the sideline and he somehow landed one foot in again? I mean, we've never been in a bad mood about that stuff. Say so the, the first six weeks last year and the AFC Championship week last year. But the, other than that, no. Other than that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that I'm an LSU graduate, and I can't be happy that Joe Burrow is, is successful in the NFL because it might hurt you guys. <laughs> no, every time something positive about Joe Burrow said, it was like, yeah, but Alan Lazard, that every every week for the Iowa State fans. We just have to throw in the one somewhat relevant player. But... <laughs> Trent, Trent, how about you? Who, who do you got here? Uh, AFC. The Bills will represent the AFC this year. Nice. The NFC was a little tougher for me. I didn't want to go Homer and say the Vikings, but I have money on the Vikings to make the playoffs. I think their offense will be a lot better this year. Mm. Um, and then I, just, I Tampa Bay, I was going to say them. That's boring. LA, they won last year. They're not going back to back. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Why not the Vikings? Why not? Just it's curious, real time. quick, what were the odds for them to make the playoffs, or did you mean make the Super Bowl? Uh, I bet on them to make the playoffs. So I bet not to make the playoffs. I bet on them to win the NFC North. Okay. Uh, I what, think it was, was plus five seventy-five. Hmm. Okay, that's that's not bad at all, considering no. the. I mean, no offense, the Packers have dominated that league for you know. Um, the, the Packers are like plus. The Packers are like plus two fifty, and yeah. the Lion uh, Bears were both like twenty five to one or something like that. Shows the respect they have for Kirk and bringing in that new staff and everything. So yeah, it yeah. makes sense. So sorry, I'm gonna be a homer here, and that's what I'm that's what I'm going with. That's right, Clark. Who do you got out of the NFC? <laughs> That was my big question. Uh, I actually wrote down several teams here, so I'm going to be kind of picking out of those on the spot. I'm going to talk through them. Obviously, the AFC is going to be the Chiefs, best team out of the best division in the NFL, the AFC West. Um, I honestly think the Chiefs are going to be riding that offensive line. I think they've got the best offensive line in football if they stay healthy. So that's what I'm riding on, their offensive line. Not on Mahomes, that offensive line. So Mm – um, NFC, I wrote down a few teams. NFC East contender, the Eagles. The okay. NFC North, the only team I think has a chance are the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Actually, out of the South, I've got two teams. And I wrote down one just because I love Baker Mayfield. I think the Panthers could be – I think they'll be okay. on the edge of contending, probably make the <coughs> I don't know if they'll be my Super Bowl team, but I just wanted to make note of that. Bucks, mm-hmm. you never count out 
Tom Brady ever, but his offensive line took a beating already in the preseason. I think it's going to be hard for them to get to that midway point and see where they're at before I really consider them. And then the NFC West, man, I got the 49ers, the Rams, and the Cardinals, I think, can all contend over there. Mm -hmm. So I got to pick one of these. 49ers. I'm going with 49ers and the Chiefs in a repeat in the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy leading the 49ers to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Love it. God, that would that would kind of be my Jimmy G. Like Trey Lance are going to change quarterbacks and go to Jimmy G. That's what's going to happen. I'm I am I'm writing them down, Ryan. This is Jimmy G's redemption year. He's going to lose in the Super Bowl, but he's going to get them there. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, like, like we said, the Brock Purdy prop of over half of a game starting, I'm, I'm putting that bet in. <laughs> Jimmy G's going to get injured or, or some shit's going to happen. Trey Lance is going to wash out and they're going to go, let's give this let's give this guy a shot and he's just going to fucking gunsling him to the Super Bowl, man. I read that if Jimmy G wouldn't have taken that pay cut or whatever it was, like he wouldn't have accepted that deal, Brock Purdy yeah. was going to be their backup. He was going to be their second string quarterback this year. That, if you're the Niners, in all seriousness, how ter- how terrifying would that be? Okay, we have an unproven Trey Lance, and Mr. Irrelevant is our backup. <laughs> you just bring in Josh uh, – is it Josh Jackson or Josh Johnson, the, the uh, guy that's been on 14 teams? I don't know. Uh, Someone, anyone? Okay, never mind. There, there is – he just got cut. It was uh, uh, Josh uh, – Josh Johnson, he's been on like 14 NFL teams. He was in the AAF. He was in the AFL. I mean, he was in fucking every single league. So, Bring darn it. Fitz I, Magic. I, Come on, man. <clears throat> yeah, Fitz Magic would have. Has I, he played for the 49ers yet? He might add one more. Who knows? Bills, Dolphins, Jets, uh, Titans. Where else has he been? Everywhere. Fucking, I don't Half think I was I legitimately don't think he has. So fuck it, you're going. You're going to the East Coast, dude. Yep. Um, Ryan, what do you think? Um, the Pendleton has me going bold. We're going Jets and Bears this year. No, the no. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> leading the Jets to the Super Bowl. This Hall, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good pick. Yeah. yeah no. Um, yeah. No, I. Uh, I'm gonna go with Trent. I'm gonna go with Bills and Vikings. That's. Kind of who I've been thinking all preseason, to be honest with you. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I would like to say the Chiefs just because I, I love what Patrick Mahomes does. Um, outside of Kirk, he's my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But that AFC West is so tough. They're going to beat up on each other. I, I just don't know if anyone's going to come out of there and be ready to go to the Super Bowl because I think they're just going to beat up on each other. Um, Cincinnati, I, I feel like they caught lightning in a bottle last year. I don't think they're going to repeat that again. Mm. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, the bills there. And then with the Vikings, I don't know. There's just been so much hype this preseason. Um, just so many things that are looking good. We were talking earlier, um, you know, KJ Osborne is looking just as good having days that he looks just as good as Justin Jefferson. I think our offense is going to be, um, a rival greatest show on turf, to be honest. It's, it's going to be amazing. I think so. Um, I don't know a whole lot about, uh, Donatel, what his defense will be like going to the three, four. What I do know is if we have two healthy people, um, Daniel Hunter and Zadarius Smith, 
I think that is going to be the nastiest defensive line you'll see in the NFL. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with the Homer pick with the Vikings. We're going to go, I think these are the two teams that have been to the Super Bowl what four times and have lost every time. So I think one of them is finally going to get one. Yeah, between the two, we're 0 and 8. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's that. So I think it's going to be broken this year. Um, the one thing, I, the one thing that concerns me about the Bills is Brian Dabble being gone. I, I don't know who their OC is, I guess, this year. Yeah. So that's like my one concern. But I, I, yeah, I think they're just too damn good. I think I'm looking at BetMGM. They're the seventh on the list out of the NFC behind the Bucks, Rams, Packers, Niners, Cowboys, Eagles, and Cardinals for odds. Yeah, the I, well, the Cardinals will be awesome for eight games out of the year. Then Call of Duty will come out. And <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you made the greatest show on turf reference, my eyes immediately went to Clark. Why? Oh, because <laughs> your face yeah. was priceless. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think we're gonna have three amazing wide receivers. I think our tight. I mean, I think Osborne thinks gonna be awesome. Um. Yeah, you have Dalvin Cook. He's going to be everywhere. Um, Irv Smith, if he stays healthy, he's, he looks like he could be one of the most athletic tight ends in the league. So, Does Dalvin Cook know what to do with his hands now? I think you're thinking Adrian other, Peterson. Other than this? Like, does he know how to do this, or is it just this? <laughs> no, he, he's, uh, he can do it all. I think, I think you're thinking Adrian Peterson, who he could, he could run people over, but he couldn't block or catch a ball. <laughs> Adrian Peterson, the the human battering ram. Adrian oh, Peterson, it was his, like his son every... says that too. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Peterson, every NFL broadcast, he's got the strongest hands. If you shake his hand, it almost crushes you. Thirty five seconds later, he fumbles. Every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, isn't he? Uh, he's doing boxing now, isn't he? Against uh, who his is children? the old? Yeah, no, his old the running back for Pittsburgh that tried to do a rap career and stuff. Um, uh, and Bell, Bell. Yeah. yeah, I think they're doing a boxing match. I'm, I'm I'm that's think, like... his claim to fame. He's doing rap now. <laughs> <laughs> to, to put some respect on his name, I, I'm I used to be lazy in college and sleep in quite a bit. Do you don't know how many times I would wake up. Right before kickoff, you're kind of like getting the the Sandman out of your eyes after a long night of drinking. You open up your your fantasy football app, and Adrian Peterson already has. I think it was uh, what would it be, thirteen and a half points because he got the six points for the touchdown and the seventy five yards rush. It, it was mm-hmm. it was a season where it's seriously like six times in a row. The first rush was that fucking touchdown all the way mm-hmm. after a touchback. So I'll put some respect on his name after we uh, bash him a little bit. Just like Adrian Peterson Jr. So, <laughs> well, you know the nice thing—it was crazy because that's when we, the whole Christian Ponder thing. We, you know, that experiment that we had. One of the we could have at least had Andy Dalton. We drafted Christian Ponder before Andy Dalton. Now, so Adrian Peterson had to be all of the offense the Vikings had. It was, oh, uh, I, I'll. People want to get rid of Kirk, but they don't remember the days of Christian Ponder. Remember, but they all remember Sam Ponder. Yeah, everyone remembers Sam Bonner. Remember when the Vikings were like, what should we compliment this super fast uh, running back with? Let's get the slowest, biggest, widest running back in Toby Gerhardt, and these two are <laughs> going to be like thunder and lightning, except they're both thunder. It was just... 
I, I was looking at the other day. I it, it is actually a travesty that Mark Ingram won a Heisman over Toby Gerhardt. If you actually look at their stats, it, it it was it was a name of a Southeast team compared to the Pac-12, which no one watches. But that is besides the point. No Stanford um, running back ever should win the Heisman. I'm just putting it out there. Too too smart. Fuck you, Christian body. McCaffrey. I was going to say, not even Christian McCaffrey. If he won that, that guy. rushes for a thousand yards in the Rose Bowl. Yes. That dude got me so <laughs> drunk. God damn it. Remember how mad I, well, it was probably Iowa fans, but like Iowa wins in general when it was like, not only Stanford was just kicking the shit out of them, but it's like, dude, at halftime, they played farmers only because they're playing Iowa. I'm like, that's fucking funny. If, if, yeah. there's, <laughs> if there's a funny song to make fun of California, I would be playing it, and that would be hilarious. That's, yep, that's exactly. funny college football, man. Bryant remembers so. how drunk I was going to Applebee's after the first half. Uh, God. I'm surprised you remembered what restaurant we were at, dude. But. I barely do. <laughs> it's been a while, too. <laughs> Brian, have you made your picks yet? I honestly, I'm, I was trying to stall because I can't think of who I want in the NFC, and I'm trying to think of like matchups uh, on who I want in like the championship games. I mean, obviously, Homer, I gotta be, I gotta go Chiefs. I just think right now, I, I don't know enough about the Chargers' defense. I know they picked up some pieces of Jaleel, uh, Jaleel Mack, and they got Bosa, but I got to see them healthy for a full season before I commit to the Chargers. Uh, actually making the playoffs. I mean, they're, I've just seen them too often in the AFC West just piss it down their leg. They, they had the 2013 year where they had the number one offense and defense and didn't and miss playoffs. So, I mean, it's I, I've just seen them historically choke. So, I, I mean, I can't choose the Chargers. I, I mean, I'm going to go home or I got to go Chiefs over Bills. Yeah. I've got a question. Is there an over-under out there for how many fourth downs the Chargers will convert? After uh, Coach Staley decides to go for it, <laughs> I have not looked into that prop just yet. Wasn't wasn't it against the the Chiefs last year? They went for it like three times, um, and got stopped like all three times. I think on fourth down or something like that. Oh my god! <laughs> I I think I might have been a movie. If that was that Thursday night game, I'm pretty sure I was in a movie that night. I can't remember which one to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's just he's notorious for going for it. So I'm I'm but, curious if it's gonna be like. Yeah, we're not even gonna keep a punter on our team. We're just going for it. Fuck it. We're we're going fourth down every time. So, I I, I think it'll be Chief, I think it'll be Chiefs over Bills. I think it will be at Bills. I think they're gonna get the one seed this year. I just I, I don't know between them being in the AFC East, the us being the AFC West, and just you know they got Josh Allen. He he has proven how good he is. They I think get we'll to play the Jets in. twice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They get they 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 get to play Tua a couple times to see him underthrow Tyreek. That that's got to be always fun. And then I don't I don't know. I didn't see too much out of Mac Jones. He got into shape this off season. I really don't know how much the Patriots are going to uh, be improved without you know Belichick minus Tom Brady. So I think I'll have the Chiefs over the Bills. I, I mean, I'm kind of going back and forth in the NFC still. Um, fuck. You, you know what? I'm going to say because that clause caused so much embarrassment, it's going to be the Cardinals out of the NFC. Uh, I think I think uh, Kyler Murray, he actually – you guys hear about how they made him, oh, play calling so easy, then you you do it. And so they had Kyler start playing. The, all of a sudden they started scoring some fucking points in, in that <laughs> offense in the preseason. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I kind of enjoy, enjoy that, you know, and then – 
Of course, it'll be super nice having to play a quarterback in the Super Bowl that's only five eight, so you can just swat down every pass if you're if you're over six feet tall. And so it should be a fun time. <laughs> so can someone tell me why the Dolphins are so hyped up this season? Is was first off, was there anything more sad than watching Miami fans just be so happy about a highlight play where to a completely underthrew Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill had to completely adjust his route to go get the ball. I can give you a reason, but I'm not sure it's real founded, and that's just publicity. The move of Tyreek to Miami is high profile. It caught a lot of ears, and then he's been so outspoken about Tua's better than Mahomes. Like, dude, mm-hmm. lay well, off the cocaine, all right? Like, take it easy. Their their new so, their new coach isn't Mike McDaniel or whatever. He's he seems like a yep. pretty cool dude. But even he said from, Tua is the most accurate quarterback I've ever been around. Well, again, maybe I don't maybe he's accurate within twenty yards, but that pass to Tyreek that was terrible. Yeah, I think the speed combined with him being from the Shanahan coaching tree, um, I think that's why people are hyped. And if you think about it, other than what's that? They have Waddle. They got they got good receivers. That's what I'm saying. The speed combined with him being from the Shanahan coaching tree. I mean, they're gonna be good on offense. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they got How Mostert from San Francisco. Will they be able to stop anybody? Yeah, that's that's a question. I don't know. I mean, well, their, does their anyone stop anyone what, in the NFL? Really? The, 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 the question defense the, is what kept them in all their games last year. So so they have speed, but is their speed going to outrun Tua's throws? We'll see, and that, speed's, that's speed's awesome if your quarterback can't get, you know, unless your quarterback no. can't get the ball to you. Will your offensive line give you time for him to get to a position where you can utilize that wide receiver too? Yep, that is the biggest question they have surrounding them is the, that offensive line. So I don't know if I believe the whole arm strength thing. Like he can't throw a deep ball. It's like you're a quarterback in the NFL. You can throw a football. I was I was listening to Mad Dog Sports last week. And they were talking about, I don't remember what show it was. It was just on whatever Mad Dog channel is. And they were talking about the preseason game, um, Miami against Philadelphia. Or I get, no, it was, the, it was the training camps, the combined training camps. They were together. And they had, you know, you have both Hertz and Tua who somewhat suffer from the same issue. And they're like, when the conditions were perfect, the balls were right on the money from zero to 20 yards. But you get a little breeze in their face and things were just not good. So they, they just don't have power to go through a win, to go distance. I, I don't know. That's that's why, you know, I said that with Jalen Rager going to the Vikings, Jalen has an actual quarterback that can throw you a deep ball. Jalen's super fast. Now, does he have stone hands like Troy Williamson did back in the early 2000s? It's possible. But, you know, I think he'll actually get a chance to prove that maybe he was a first-round pick. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, just answering your question, it, it was just the hype of the speed and the new coaching staff, basically. And I love I love Mike McDaniel. He seems like an s- awesome coach. Mm-hmm. I think it'll probably just be another year. I, I mean, he's got the pieces where the offense will probably be flashy, but, uh, again, I, I, it'll probably be another year or so. And, and again, they, they still got to go through Buffalo. I mean, I don't – I think everyone realizes how good they are, but I don't think they're to the point where they're even overhyped either. I think it's just the realistic they are that good. So those late well, season, do they? I don't know what their schedule's like. I haven't looked. 
do they have to go to New England and Buffalo late in the season? Because that could be treacherous. Are, are we right. looking at you're talking about Miami's schedule? Yeah. I'm looking at it right I mean, now. Hold on. That they don't not only have to go through Buffalo, but I mean the Patriots are gonna get better. Uh what the fuck's their quarterback name? We just said it. Uh they don't Mac, uh, Mac no, Jones. Mac Jones. They don't even know who yeah, their offensive yeah. coordinator is yet, do they? Who's so that? who their offensive play calling. Well, I don't know. Yeah, because I know Billichek's been calling it. Some of it has been uh, what's his name that coach in Detroit. And what and other they have guy? They, the... they haven't they, they haven't decided who their play caller is yet. And they also have to go through the milf hunter Zach Wilson. So I mean, that's going to be a big right. challenge uh, all on its own. Has Two? have have the Jets? I know the Jets had a really good draft. Are they showing any promise mm-hmm. this year? I don't know if anyone's actually checked in on the Jets. They could be the biggest surprise ever. They're <laughs> 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 really good. So, two of the last. This... Sorry, yeah, I was looking at that too. Two of their last four games are at the Bills, at the Patriots. So, yeah, that's tough. But I mean, even look at the around their their schedule. You got you got at Patriots, Bills, like you said. We got the Packers week sixteen, I guess. Mm-hmm. But at Chargers, they got to play the Browns once Deshaun's back. Uh, early in the season, they're at Bengals. They got Bills early in the year as well. I mean, and Ravens. I mean, they got they got a pretty fucking tough schedule to say the least. I mean, and don't forget about those Lions. If anyone's been paying attention to Hard Knocks, man, they're going to be like a Super Bowl contender this year, just based on what I've seen on Hard Knocks. Watch out, Vikings! Here come the yeah. Lions. That's right. All right. I think well, it's they, who are they? Who are they playing Week One? They're playing some. Oh, they're playing Philadelphia, I think. And I think Philadelphia is only like a four point favorite. Where it's you like know, that hard, that hard knocks hype is is that's real. How many games it last is. year did the Lions lose on last last second field goals though? Too like they were not as many as the Vikings on, on the edge. Less than Nebraska. <laughs> the Vikings lost a game to the Lions on a last second field goal last year. Yeah, last second touchdown. It was uh, <laughs> when they lost to Baltimore on the now world record longest field goal ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I say, well, I wouldn't say I went on that whole rant last year. I think we all got deeply hurt last year on last second field goals that affected your season. So we're, I'm, I'm not going to uh, make fun of anyone after how crushed I was. Fuck you, Texas Tech. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way this guy's going to make a 63 yard field goal and he makes it would have been good from 70. <laughs> to, to be honest, Trent, when they lined up, you knew that was going in, right? I, I yeah. sure as shit knew it was going in. Dude who had a just... terrible game, he had a broken arm, for God's sakes. He goes out there and boots a 63-yarder. Good thing you got a kick with your arm. That's true. <laughs> I I say he only made it because that broken arm. Did he have a cast on? Because if he did, I that extra so. weight really threw his body into the kick, and I, I think yeah. that's how it happened. I was gonna say, do you think limbs are like senses? If you lose one, it makes your other ones better. Like, I don't think that oh, happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I just watched a documentary on cats for an hour earlier today, and I think it gave him some some counterbalance that really flipped his body into it. And it was talking about how cats <laughs> land on their feet all the time. They always know what way up is. So this is why we that, can't have a TV podcast. <laughs> that, but kicking a football. That's. <laughs> Lord. Oh, we're just derailing quick. Uh, you guys got any more hot takes on anything? I know we got their MVP in Super Bowls. What, what's the what is the most outlandish take that it doesn't even have to be 
about anything positive? What, what's the most outlandish thing you can think of? Deshaun Aaron. Watson doesn't win a game. <clears throat> oh, I like that one. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers plays in six games. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to prove it, too. He, he has to go through that. It's not a banned that, substance, so. Remember that interview where he was basically on Percocet and there was like, hey, so you, and you just, that was the, that was the happiest you've ever seen Aaron Rodgers at any time in his life. He was, he was just floating on cloud nine. That was the Bears game, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So when, when he was on Joe Rogan, he's like, yeah, I played a game on a Percocet and looking back, that just was, that wasn't the best idea ever. <laughs> it's like, we know, we know Aaron, we know which game you're talking about. <laughs> And here's Josh Gordon going, this motherfucker is admitting to all these bugs. I smoke a little bit of the reefer, and I can't get a job again. And uh, also Aaron Rodgers, which girlfriend will cast spells on three teams this year? Ooh. Oh, Ooh. man, I want that. so Because it could even just be a Twitter rumor. Uh, what, what's her name? Not Blue Ivy. That's Blue, Blue of Earth. Blue of Earth. If it comes out Blue of Earth curses the vikings both of you will agree that she's a witch and the curse is real though jokes on her there's already a curse on us it's called yeah. a kicking curse <laughs> what is, what is it like double jeopardy you can't curse a curse and it just no. it? Yeah. Oh. what are we gonna do miss last second field goals to go to the super bowl <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna double doink but it's in you just have that you still get the heart attack of a missed field goal but you do win so yeah <laughs> joey what, what's your hottest take the winner of the NFC East has eight wins. They go eight and nine, losing record. Under 500. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yeah, That's a safe bet, though. That happens almost every year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that division sucks. Yeah. And they're just going to get beat up on by everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, said, you said NFC East, right? Yep. The yeah. Cowboys only have one quarterback right now, too. What? They only they, they dropped they dropped Cooper Rush. So and they just he just got, didn't he miss part of the season last year for injury? I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, Dak. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, so they've just got I've Dak. Had, Do they have one left like... tackle yet? Mm, no. Oh, and they're missing uh, Trevor. What's the the really good guard they have? He's out for the season. That sucks too. Oh well. I would say, I, so it's just Dak Prescott. They don't have Ben DiNucci or anything. No, they literally just have one quarterback right now. Yeah, it's a good thing that Dak wasn't injured half the year, and I know that because I had him on my fantasy team for sure. <laughs> you know, so it's a good thing they don't have backup. They're just you don't know, honestly get the money that you're paying Ezekiel Elliott. Just fucking wildcat it the whole fucking time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are, are you writing Mike? down these bold predictions there, Bryant? Or no, somebody in a spreadsheet. Bullshit in here. They're recording <laughs> them anytime. All right. Uh, uh, let me let me think. The longest, uh, I think, the longest field goal in NFL history is sixty-three or four yards, isn't it? Sixty-three, I think. Sixty-three. We we see an NFL record sixty-five yard plus field goal this year. That'll be my hot take. I've been I've been seeing any of them where it's like that was good from seventy. Everyone's seen all these kicks that were good from seventy. They're gonna start to. They're not gonna be stupid. If you remember when Lane Kiffin tried to kick that seventy-six yard field goal with uh, or, uh, Sebastian Janikowski, and say it's not gonna be that extreme. But I think there's people that are gonna go fuck it. Sixty-eight yards. They've seen them make them in practices all the time. 
Mm-hmm. I think I think that's going to be my hot take is 65-plus-yard field goal for the NFL record. I like it. Man. Mine, I guess I don't have anything too crazy, but uh, Brees Hall wins the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Fuck yeah. I mean, that's a guarantee, so it's not really a hot take. <laughs> What about Brock Purdy? Go and say that would be more bold, yes. And hey, I said it Brock Purdy's going to be starting for the 49ers by week nine. And he's going to lose that Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes. The worst. <laughs> Joey, Joey's ready I'm to, to shit get, himself. <laughs> I'm going to get a half Mahomes, half Purdy jersey and wear it like <laughs> AJ Hawk's sister in that Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> you can't be pissed I, off at us for doing this about Brock Purdy, Joey, because you're over here slobbing on Hawkinson's knob every fucking podcast. Because <laughs> he's a starter. <laughs> you're talking about a third string guy behind two yeah. starter, former starters in the NFL. Like, yeah, I am speaking of third stringers. I am feeling good about the chief step that running back not only got having Ronald Jones, but also have that uh, Isaiah P- uh, Pacheco. Is that I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The kid, the kid from Rutgers. I'm feeling pretty good about those two, but also the longest field goal in NFL history is 66 yards. So it'll be a 67 yard plus field goal this year. When did the 66 happen last year? Uh, Justin Tucker oh. on August. Oh, that's. It was be the Lions, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm getting it pulled up right now. Hopefully, That's it's not one said. of those sites that that has an ad that auto plays super loud. <laughs> Are you watching porno by yourself? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Why, who else would be here? <laughs> who else would be? Here? <laughs> like, yeah, my my neighbors can hear it through the wall, but uh, other than that, yes, I am. <laughs> 2021 Ravens uh, beat the Lions, right? So, I guess I didn't realize uh, before we spend any more talk about the hub. (laughs) Yep. So, any final thoughts on this season other than we are finally excited to talk about some real football? Nope. Nope. Just excited for it. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Ready for week one to roll around. One more yeah. week. Yeah. One more week. This this uh, this time of year is bittersweet. You got football season starting, which is exciting, but that means summer's over and and golf season's basically over. But man, I'm excited. Yeah. First season you know, without John Madden. That's sad too. Yeah. Thank you, Joey, for ending the pot on a, on a high note. <laughs> poor poor no, one that, out that... for John Madden. Mm-hmm. I, do they are they all do I think I think I heard the Raiders are doing a sticker on their helmet this year. Is there anyone else that's doing anything for them? I don't know. Not sure. Did anyone get Ryan? Didn't you get Madden? I did. Yeah. Is it any better than years past, or is it still kind of? Well, the last one I bought was 2017. So compared to that, it's pretty awesome. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm I'm really liking it. All righty. Sweet. Well, I'm I might think about getting it. I don't know. I I just haven't bought it in. A decade, and I'm just waiting the, for NBA football. To be honest, I did the mode. Uh, what is it? I can't remember what's called, but when you create your own player and put them through their career and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, played one season with him. Be he was the quarterback for the Vikings and lost in the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. Woo woo! Let do it. So. All righty. Well, I would say let, let's wrap it up here. We, I would say we'll have plenty of talk on, on next week. Uh, Joey, you want to hit us with those socials again real quick? 
Yep. As always, Twitter and Instagram at Heartland Pulse. Look us up on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Pulse of the Heartland. Like and subscribe all our videos on YouTube. We've uh, kind of revamped everything, made it a little little prettier, and added a couple. Thank you, playlists. Joey. <laughs> You're welcome. I wasn't tooting my own horn, so. Uh, but yeah, we'll have these uh, podcasts out hopefully next day, as long as all the internet connections go well, and then uh, we're on for next Monday night, Ryan. Right? Starting our yep. NFL schedule. Cool. Yeah, I would assume probably close to the same time, um, if that works for everyone. Yeah. Cool. Say, since we yeah, won't I, be doing I gotta ask. Joy mentioned mm-hmm. about toot in his own horn. Is that a Pornhub category? Um, it's it's nope. <laughs> nothing I've seen. Very niche. <laughs> uh, I'll, just, I'll just look up tooting your own horn and I'll and I'll just screenshot the results for you guys. I'll send you a oh, nope. Why don't you better? Yeah. Why don't you just screen share on this right now? Yeah. yeah, let's just cancel this pod right at the beginning of season two. Uh, I'm on my work computer, so I'm out. Bye. <laughs> this account is now banned. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, guys. Well, I do, we do appreciate everyone that joined in. I know Jacob was was jumping in here, so we do appreciate you guys hopping in. But otherwise, yeah, make sure if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you're subscribing, liking everything. We got our socials at the bottom, like Joey said. Otherwise, yeah, we'll be on a, we're going to try to be on a more uh, strict schedule so that you guys can plan to join in with us. But, yeah, I would say I think it's going to be a sun, uh, fun season, too. So appreciate you all joining in. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye.